0: Okay, you ready to start this show? Uh, your host of the evening is a really funny dude. Um, I forgot his last name, but I've seen him before. and He's really funny. Uh, give it up for Mike.
1: Coming to you live on tape from the penthouse of a partially completed commercial high-rise in glamorous Hollywood adjacent California. From the studios of Sirius XM West, boasting an obstructed view of one of LA's leading cement factories, this is The Tully Show. I am your host, Mike Tully. Joining me today, once again, the co-host of the Church of What's Happening Now podcast with Joey Diaz and an up-and-coming stand-up comedy phenom in his own right. Hello and welcome back, our old friend, Lee Syatt.
0: My intro keeps getting better and better every time. I love it. Up-and-coming stand-up comedy phenom. I, I think like you it. might be.
1: Well, uh, that,
0: from uh, hopefully you're right. If, if if it happens, you can be my agent. I'm well, my ma- th- thank you. Or, or I was we'll be to perf- together. I was yeah. hoping in a
1: perfect world I'd still be performing. But okay, you no. need somebody to push the pencils. <laughs> no, you but know? if
0: no, if you, if you if you can see a phenom coming, you'll be the top agent in Hollywood. You won't you won't you won't want to perform.
1: I can be your uh, I can be your your Charlie Murphy to your Eddie. I can just tour around with you, and you can just throw bottles at me when you get angry.
0: I wish I like. I don't think I could be that kind of person. Like, I mean, like throw. I, 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 that'd be too nice. I do. You ever think about that? Like, what you would do if you were like the guy, and like if you would put yourself, through, put people through what people put you through.
1: See, we've been down a similar road, you and I, on this show before. I don't find this town to be quite as cruel and unforgiving. As as you do, people have not put me through well not through bad things and people, not even uh, people here. Have been, people have been no, I I I have led a pretty charmed life in that regard. Do you, <laughs> do you feel like an abused puppy? Uh
0: and but not in an, not abused. I feel like I feel like especially here that people put you through stuff to make you tougher in a way, like to to like you have like, I don't know, like when you're working in a restaurant mm-hmm. and they and they just they may they make sure that you can handle it.
1: You think that when patrons are uh, a dick to you about you call this a calamari steak that they're doing that because they want to toughen you up for? Oh no, not the but that's why time they do it. At you,
0: it's 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 the server who trains you who just like leaves you and it's uh, like oh yeah, just deal with the table because like, no, I gonna... think
1: they're just I think they're just bitter assholes. I had that job in New York and man, I I, I lasted one week at a really nice restaurant. I'm sorry, uh, that's I lasted one weekend. Oh boy. Cause everybody, it was a fucking viper pit of people. You would have thought that what we were doing there mattered. I know. Earth.
0: See, that's what get like, like those are the bosses that I, 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 I used to hate. Now I just kind of feel bad for. Like I had a boss at CVS who took it way too seriously. Like she had me. I remember one Fourth of July, I had to sweep the storeroom, and I was like, "This is, like, this is just crazy." On the
1: actual Fourth.
0: Yeah, on the fourth, wall fireworks like I could hear fireworks going off, and I'm like, fifteen, and I'm working.
1: It's horrible. They're open on the fourth. Yeah, people, those places are open all all day. I every guess day. they are. I worked one time on Christmas morning, which means more to my people than it does. I know course. for me,
0: for Jews, it's it's fun working on Christmas because you get bigger tips.
1: Yeah, well, what happened to me was I was working on the Upper West Side of. Manhattan, which is like Seinfeld country. It's okay. a very, very Woody Allen country. It's very Jewish, traditionally neighborhood of Manhattan. And so the Greek place I was working at was for sure open, and they served three meals a day. So I worked breakfast on, on Christmas morning. Oh, boy. And I had to be there right on time because I knew we had a reservation for like 8 or 10 at like 8 or 8.30 in the morning for a Jewish family. Last name, Tenenbaum.
0: Sounds about right. So only a See, Jew would make a reservation at eight in the morning. That's, that's, that's,
1: that's this maybe is lost on you, but we have a Christmas song called "O oh, Tannenbaum."
0: Okay, I, I just—I was just—I was thought you yeah, were just showing me name, how Jewish it was. I was no, like, yeah, no, 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 Jewish. no, 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 no.
1: These guys. Let me tell you how Jewish they were. No, their last name is like means Christmas tree. Oh, okay. you can literally sing "O oh Christmas Tree" or "O oh, Tannenbaum." It's the same song. Oh, okay. I, yeah. I had
0: no idea. I'm I'm not, not well, Jewish. Wait, wait. I, I, do you, I Have you ever had Christmas envy? Oh, well, I was very lucky. My dad's best friend would invite us over for Christmas Eve every year, and they were like a super rich Italian family. The Italians so, do Christmas right. Oh, they do it really right. They did all the fish? All, all the, They did fish, they did calzones, they did just miles of food. But then every year, a different family member would dress up as Santa, and they'd always give my brother and I gifts. Oh. So for the first... Got to be at least twelve, fifteen years of my life. I had both, so yeah. I, I was the luckiest kid in the world.
1: Did but, you put together like they didn't try to actually pass that guy off as the real Santa
0: for the young kids? Yeah, yeah. I don't even remember believing in Santa. It's weird. Yeah. Well, I, I, that I don't, wouldn't I,
1: be. That wouldn't have been a requirement in your world. But
0: I, I think, I don't know. I think if I, if I had kids, I'd probably tell them that Santa was real. Just be so you don't ruin it for the Christian kids.
1: Yeah, you got to. Yeah, yeah, that'd be a pretty aggressive mood, move. I
0: bet there's some be like, Jews if I, who like, do like, it, yeah. like if my
1: kid, my kid actually plays um, like dreidel shit because he's got so many Jewish friends. Oh, like, yeah? like, if I was like, look, dude, let's have a real talk. That dreidel shit is stupid. <laughs> let's face it, that sucks. <laughs> like, I could put that in his head, and he'd go back home, and because it is, it's pretty, it's pretty bad.
0: It's awful. And, and you asked about like Christmas envy. I didn't. So I always went over for Christmas Eve. I didn't see it Christmas until my cousin married a, a Christian uh, woman. And I went over to their house for Christmas one year, when his kids were maybe like three or four, and like Hanukkah was great. You got like a a couple presents a night, maybe maybe one or two. These little kids got so overwhelmed that they fell asleep on top of wrapping paper underneath their tree. Yeah, you get kicked up. And I was like, that that's it's just better. Like, there's no, it's not even a, it's not even a competition.
1: Yeah, yeah, it yeah it it. It, it definitely is, I feel like Hanukkah, I'm under the impression that they've even ramped up Hanukkah a little bit because of Christmas envy,
0: oh yeah, they have something called a Hanukkah Bush, which is the version of a Christmas tree, but my mom, my mom gets furious, she's like, there's no Hanukkah Bush, it's not real, no, no but it's,
1: but you got candles,
0: yeah, we got <laughs> we got we got eight candles that that lasted for longer than we
1: expected, yeah, so. everybody's got their pluses and minuses. I feel like the Jews are not uh nearly as um they don't have as much, any any conflicts about sexuality as Christians do. Um, maybe. I know Jewish, I know Jewish guilt is a thing. Jewish guilt is, I mean,
0: so when you say sexual, like, I, I still think that probably homosexuality probably isn't, they're not thrilled about it, yeah. I would guess. Right. Um, no, I,
1: I guess I didn't mean that. I just meant like, yeah, this is a very, uh, I don't know what the terrible word I should use to describe myself here is, but this is a very like just in in the context of a typical traditional nuclear family, you right. know, mom, dad, everybody's together under one roof living with a couple kids, there's like I feel like Jewish people by and large, at least in America, are able to like talk about sex with their kids a little bit more comfortably than um than uh, Christians are. There's not so much of a you're going to burn in hell if you have premarital sex kind of thing.
0: Not as much. I, I, I mean I was the Real Jews hate me, like I, I'm Reform. They like they they have guitars and women are allowed to be uh, read from the Torah. So real like real deal Jews don't even they hate, they hate me more than they hate you. Um, the one thing that is is pretty like the like have you heard the rumor like that's not, not even a rumor but like the Jews have sex through a sheet. And yes, they, they do all that stuff and then it's also I don't know if you've noticed that like real deal Jews have really big families. Like it is a thing and I, I, the, it's they would rather you ha- like have sex with a whore than to masturbate.
1: Yeah, don't don't don't, don't uh, there's don't a thing waste in there about it. about your seed, don't cast your seed.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So the, the that part they care about. But yeah, no, I was yeah. never I was guilted about everything else, but yeah. sex in particular wasn't like a huge thing. That's
1: what I mean. I'm just talking about the cultural end of it because of course there's freaky Christians and freaky Jews and freaky everything, but in terms of like There's a lot of people in America who are raised like Christian who don't know a damn thing about Christianity. It's just that they're raised in like the church and go to church on, you know, Easter and Christmas. Right. There's a culture that's associated with that. And then there's the the Jewish culture.
0: Right. No, and I I always feel weird when I hear people talk about like they thought they were going to go to hell for masturbating. I know. That's. That's really intense to,
1: Isn't <laughs> to it? put on your kids. It's a wild thing. Um, yeah, I didn't get that one. I, 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 what I got was at least very subtle compared to that. I never actually got physically assaulted by a nun. You um, tweeted something oh, about boy. a Greek Orthodox priest. Oh, that was crazy the other day. Did you see that? Greek Orthodox Bishop Neophytos Messouris of the Church of Cyprus claims that gay people are the result of pregnant women having anal sex.
0: Yeah, that's uh that's a new one for me. I have I had never heard that before.
1: Yeah, it's cuz it's not true obviously. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny to me how there are these people who are because of their religious affiliations outraged by certain kinds of more like commonplace abominations and that pushes them to fantasize about things that that I consider like sexually insane, you know. Like if you're if you're on Pornhub and you click on the gay tab, right? You know, okay, whatever. But if you go, nah, I actually would rather watch pregnant lady anal. Like to me, that's actually I'm not I'm not really offended by anything sexually. But if you want to talk about on the scale of deviancy, this guy is suggesting that anal pregnant sex is what causes gay people. And I'm like, oh, I never even thought about doing that. No. There was a couple of years ago where I thought I might be gay. I never once contemplated sodomizing pregnant people.
0: Yeah, or the, or that if if that you now your mom had anal sex when you were when you were in the womb, like that. To me, I'm a lot more offended by pregnant porn than I am by like gay porn. Like, like that, it kind of freaks me. Force you to jerk off to one or the other. <sighs> I guess if you force me to have to be pregnant, but I don't. I'm not attracted to it. Like I always, I I always hate when they the, the, when they sneak that in into porn. Like they don't tell you in the title, and then you click. You Can not tell into, from the
1: thumbnail. Sometimes you can't. Sometimes they got angles. Is it that you think it's like a fat chick, or is she just yeah? Like, I do, or is she I, just I, like I, like eight weeks pregnant? And she's like, by the way, I'm two months late. Well, yeah, I I, hate- <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea you're not showing. Yeah, I just thought you should know. Don't even worry about it. Pull the gully.
0: I, <laughs> I do. I, I do like BBW rock and roll, stuff. Baby. Rock, and, rock and roll, pull the gully. Oh my god, no! I hate. I hate that. I hate when. I really hate when they when they sneak in like the. It's incest with like its brother sister stuff. I don't even have a sister. but yeah. it, just, it freaks me out.
1: It's weird. And it's very, very prevalent. And it's I, like it's almost got numbers. I don't know if it's just that the AI has kind of figured out that that's something I might like. I don't think so. I think it's just that the vast majority of porn now just likes to kind of, if it has a story, that's probably going to be what the, you know, if the characters have backstories, that's probably what it's going to be. And the thing that I always find so interesting about that is that nobody wants the thing that it like, represents what you, you know mean? okay like let's just say you got into a, a, a porn clip where like a an attractive woman who's a police officer pulled somebody over and then started having sex with them that'd be great. well that would be you might like that porn clip because in real life wouldn't it be fucking amazing if that happened and the woman wasn't totally batshit crazy which obviously a female police officer who did that in real life would probably be right but people who are all getting into this incest thing if you're like oh but check it out to you this video is real like people would run for the hills. Nobody wants the actual know. thing. No, come I, on. The,
0: the 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 only reason they're making them is because people want to
1: watch them. Yeah, it's, it's because the it's like the it's it's just the next taboo. But
0: you have to imagine that like, no. it's it's it, the no, whole thing of, the whole thing about porn is it's a fantasy. So it's there's some people who must really like like the one that really freaks me out is like the the, the mom stuff. Mm. Cuz they they oh, won't you, even put saying it in the,
1: that just reminded me that my mom started listening to the show. Oh hi hi, Mrs. Tully. Yeah, I'm gonna have to tell her to skip
0: this one. Yeah, please Well, your son doesn't listen to that. Doesn't watch he doesn't even watch porn. This is all he's heard it. This he, is horrible. He's heard it from me. Christmas is gonna be weird. <laughs>
1: Alright, let's let's get off porn. What else did I tweet? Uh oh yeah, I have a bunch of tweets actually. Um, do you think animals have favorite parts of other animals to eat? That one got a are lot of Are you as response. high
0: as people think you are? To be honest, I wasn't even I don't know, I'm trying to be I'm trying to be an, uh an internet sensa- sensation, as you said. <laughs> I'm, I just try to stand up, phenom, a phenom. That's yeah, mm-hmm. and I just add a sensation to it. Um, I'm try- I try to do stuff that's not just always promoting. Mm-hmm. So I-, I thought about. It. I think I saw a video or something of an animal eating an animal. Yeah, that was like at eight nine in the morning. I was I wasn't high for that one, but I, I just try to put stuff out. And that that one got a- like everyone. Said- a lot of people said asshole, but there's actually some interesting ones. Like I think it was like whales eat shark liver or maybe it's the other way around like some so some of them actually do specifically only eat sp- like different parts yeah like they'll throw away the rest of the animal and just go for one part that's good
1: yeah i think a lot of those animals are uh the stuff that we in in our culture would choose to eat is the stuff that they throw away and the stuff that we'd be repelled by is the stuff that they like you know still still Uh, beating like if you see an animal on like a nature show it wouldn't be uncommon for like a pack of lions or whatever to catch something and then go right into the guts and work their way up there and then the buzzards get to have if they were to catch a chicken they would be into eating the I mean they'd probably get the whole goddamn thing because they're so much bigger than them but they'd probably be into eating the the heart and the liver and the kidneys and shit like that and your drumsticks etc. would be left over for the for the buzzards.
0: Yeah I had a chicken heart once.
1: I've had them so many times, dude.
0: It was pretty good. It
1: wasn't. It wasn't too crazy. It's just got that little. If you know what it is, if people are anybody's ever wondered what chicken heart is like, it's um. When you eat chicken wings, Lee, are you do you eat the tendons or like are you one of those people who sucks it down to the bone? I I eat a lot of the meat,
0: but I don't. I don't know about tendons. Yeah,
1: because I think it's becoming a thing where you're sort of. I can in my own lifetime there was like a difference between the way like Asian people ate wings and the way like white Americans ate wings and it basically came down to do you leave the tendons on or do you suck them off and I feel like as wing culture has blown up and as you know, hot ones and shit like that has become a thing I think it's become a thing where you're kind of a pussy if you don't suck it down to the to the bone I think I'm I, personally not all into doing that
0: I feel like I've eaten them now but I didn't realize they were tendons now yeah. that I realize they're tendons I can never have chicken wings again
1: it's not that cool it's not my favorite part for sure and the heart is is like it's, it's tendon-y meat oh okay it's got that thing of where your your teeth go through. You can, it's almost like biting through an apple. for uh, that whole time you can kind of yeah, feel it was that a the little sharpness little... is kind of cutting
0: through the whole thing.
1: That's a bit what chicken hearts are like.
0: Yeah, well, it wasn't my favorite thing I did it in Israel.
1: So no. don't judge me. Sorry. Yeah, I did. I ate raw horse in Japan. so. Raw horse. Yeah, man. Like sushi, uh, or is it? I, guess, I raw, like tartar. I guess. Wow. But How... it was a, it was a slice. It wasn't beef tartar. Would usually be ground shit. It was like a. How a, was it? I mean you know it's raw gere raw steak. i've had tartar once it was pretty good it's fine i don't think it's the really the optimal way to get value out of a horse no in my opinion in my experience but it's okay
0: it, it is weird i mean i i'm sure people have talked about this but it is weird how, like where we draw the line on what animals are okay to cuz like horses seem cute we ride horses but it it's really it shouldn't be that big of a deal
1: supposedly the animals that we don't eat are the animals that had greater utility to us than even just being food and then we built up this whole culture around why they're special and why you're a dick if you eat them but like dogs could when you were like sleeping could you know could keep predators away and alert you to danger and shit like that Um, cats eat rodents in your house horses were cars and I think there's, like, one more. I forget what it is. But, yeah. And so we just build up these taboos around them. But Japanese people could give a fuck about your taboo.
0: I'm so jealous. I, 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 that's that's my number one vacation. So like, I, I I haven't taken a vacation, I think, in, like, seven years. But that's where I want to go is I want to go to Japan.
1: Yeah, it's cool. Where, why You should go on vacation.
0: Yeah. I, we, uh, I mean, we do the show twice a week, uh every week. So, mm-hmm. we actually started taking a week off uh around Christmas time. So, I'm wow. I might go this Thanks, year. Thanks, Mr. Scrooge. <laughs> no, it's it's just it's I mean, it's different. I guess you're corporate so you get you got how much vacation time do you get a year? We get quite a bit actually. Oh god.
1: For years and years they didn't really want to pay us, so they kind of just kept giving us more vacation. Oh, okay. <laughs> and, then, and they finally just couldn't give us the whole entire year off, then they then they had to start increasing our pay. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. We're off a, we're off a lot. It's kind of embarrassing. Take what you can get. I man. know. I know. I know.
0: You're you're a stand-up comedy phenom. You're going to be when this comes out, you're going to be on the road.
1: Yeah, I'm going to be at uh, uh thanks for bringing that up. I'll be at in uh, Minnesota at the House of Comedy. Oh, that's
0: that's a, I've heard great things about that club. You just got up at the store. I did last night. Main room? Uh original room.
1: Oh, wow. It
0: yeah, it was for friends and family. It was a it's a 3-minute set. I've been I've been very lucky. I've I've done shows in every, each room there. Uh-huh. Um the main room is fun, but it's more, it, it feels like a, like a theater show, sort of. Yeah. Um, The original room, it's, and I still get nervous before m- most of my shows, mm-hmm. but there's just something about being somewhere where Jim Carrey was on stage, yeah. or Richard Pryor was on stage. Like, I, I, I just went back to New York for the first time to do stand-up, and I did Dangerfields, and... I didn't even realize, but that young comedian special with like Bill Hicks and Dice Clay and all that—that's where they filmed it. So just, it just—I don't know. I'm not—I'm not a very spiritual person. We're talking about religion earlier, but I don't know. Like some buildings have just some an, an energy about them, and I think the store is one of those places. Like I just go there. I'm like, ooh, it's, it's like they. It's another level.
1: Particularly because, and I guess this is something that uh, comedy clubs have in common with rock clubs, because I played a bunch of rock clubs when I was a kid. They don't tend to fix them up very often. No, they shouldn't. No, and they shouldn't, but I don't think that they were like, no, we must preserve this. I think they were like, what? New curtains cost what? Fuck that. <laughs> yeah, in, in, in both cases. But it is pretty neat when I've been on stage. I've done a tiny little show like that in the original room, but in the in the main room, like... It's not like, well, I'm on the same stage as Richard Pryor, sort of. They've put a new stage in four times. It's like, no, I'm pretty sure that's the same goddamn stage. Right. Unless somebody's ever crashed through it and they were forced to put new plywood down. Exactly. That's or, the, or the stage. E-
0: even the the green room with the like the couches in the back. Yeah. It's um I mean,
1: I, are we sure how often do they replace the microphones?
0: I wouldn't be surprised if it's if it's been a decade.
1: Yeah. You think of the legends you've shared that microphone with. Yeah, <laughs> like probably, name a name in stand up from the last ten years, and the odds are it's the exact same microphone. How cool is that?
0: It's it's so cool, man. I mean, yeah. I because uh, I I worked jobs that were just jobs, and and there's nothing I like them. I, I I'm honestly my best job ever was at a movie theater, but there's something when you're doing something artistic, or even even if even if you were just something that you really love, and you get to do something that like your hero
1: did. In the same spot, it's pretty. It's pretty exciting. Um, so uh, I don't understand. So Joey, when you he tours a lot, how do you guys do two pods a week when he tours? Does he just come back and bang them out. And go he back? doesn't.
0: He doesn't do like the long week. He does Thursday through Saturday. Uh, okay. Yeah, he's a All right. He's a pretty quick. He, he has it down to a science
1: now. And he does not vacation. Therefore, we no, say He we it, cannot vacation.
0: Joey's one one of the people who. Uh, which I don't understand he's like oh i am on vacation i don't uh, I, I can't get after three days I get antsy I could I could oh, live really? on vacation I really like, that i mean honestly i I love stand up, but that's one of the things that appeals to me about stand up is touring is getting to like you know you wake up in a hotel i mean obviously when you start out you're not in a nice hotel no but even just being in a like a la Quinta you get to wake up in a hotel to, uh, like clean your room, yeah. Yeah, you know, watch some TV. You have a Diet Coke.
1: I think bed bugs have changed the equation of of budget travel a uh, lot, a lot. I've stayed in some bad hotels because I don't mind a shitty hotel. I really don't care, right? You know, even if it's like sort of clearly neglected. Like I'm not entirely sure they did clean the shower after the last two people were in yeah. there. Like I'll, I'll I'll deal with it. But the thought of taking parasites back home with me,
0: I've I've stayed in some pretty. Well, so I got kicked out of a hotel in Vegas. Uh, right before marijuana was legal there, and I had to leave. Yeah, they're
1: always weirdly strict about that.
0: Yeah, and, and now it's legal, so now I think you're fine. Yeah, but no, you had...
1: used to be able to snort coke off of people's buttholes. Yeah, but, but you, but God help you if the weed smell escaped from your room. It was weird.
0: Exactly, and mine was just an edible. Uh-huh. The guy, the security guard, saw me with an edible, and they made me leave the premises. And
1: he saw you with an. What do you mean? Just like- a gummy.
0: And and it, that was the thing. I, I've heard from, from people later on that he was kind of a jerk, and they couldn't prove it. No, but of course I, he couldn't. But I, see, Like I never bought weed in high school because I was sure it was going to be an undercover cop. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I was out in a, at like a main area of a, ho- a casino that I'm legally no longer allowed back in. <laughs> and there was an edible guy there, a maker, and he poured it into my hands. And I literally went to go give one out, and the, he's actually a comic here in L.A. Now I'm sorry if I get your name, and I went to go give him one edible, and I look up, and the security guard is looking down at me, and the only thing I could think to say was, "It's just a gummy," and I I ran away, which probably wasn't the smartest thing. No. So he comes not up, not a and, smooth criminal. No, I'm I'm the worst. So he comes up and he's like, "Well, we got we got you on camera. We could take you to jail."
1: Oh well, my god. Yeah.
0: So the, yeah, they were they were really, so. I somehow convinced him, like no, 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 please, I, like I don't that have any. That guy probably
1: pimps on the side.
0: Oh, I'm sure, I'm sure he, I'm sure he, I'm sure he did coke that night. Yes. So he maybe that's what made him so angry. Yeah. He, I don't. Yeah. Especially like six months before it was legal. So they walked me up to my room, watched me pack. Oh my walked god! Holy! Oh, and then I can picture you. I, so I was a little bit too stone. You have to do the whole walk of shame. It was terrible. I was a little too stone to drive home. But I didn't want to spend like two hundred bucks a night on the strip, so I stayed at the Howard Johnson across the street from the uh, Hooters Casino. Nothing wrong with the Hojos.
1: Mm, uh.
0: I think I think I think that might have been where bed bugs were invented. It was like the sheets were
1: itchy. Oh, it was not a good. Yeah,
0: this, this is that. This is a dark side to
1: Vegas. You should get. To, yeah, they do say that. They do say that, and that's what they're getting at. Oh yeah, Bed bugs. You should get um one of those vans you can live in. It's funny you say that. You should totally do it, dude. Because something happened on the podcast. So, like,
0: about a year ago, Joey had said, in a year or two, if, you wanna, if you're want if you going to keep doing stand-up, eventually you're not going to have time for the podcast, and you'll have to jump into stand-up full-time. Mm-hmm. And I went, and I was lucky enough I could do in New York. and yeah, then I, I did. Mm-hmm. uh I went to San Francisco over the 4th, and I did a bunch of great shows, and it showed me, like, how stand-up is different outside of L.A., because, you know, you, it's there's so much here that it's kind of hard to get people to come out to shows sometimes. Like, I had a show at a club get canceled a couple weeks ago because only two people showed up.
1: Oh, I do that, like, every other week. Yeah. So... <laughs> <laughs> you get it.
0: So, and, and going to these shows in these cities, it really opened it up. So, I talked on the podcast about how eventually I'm going to do that recently. You're going to quit the pod. Eventually. I, I mean, it's... Uh, quitting sounds bad i'm just gonna i mean we've been doing it for seven years right um but i'm just i I can see that i love stand up and i can see that in the next year or two i'm probably gonna have to make that decision wow um but i've been on a youtube kick recently of people living in vans and rvs and i'm just trying to figure out how to do it and i i don't know could you do it could you live i
1: mean obviously you have a family now Yes. So it'd be harder for you. Could I live in a van and leave my family behind? Yes. <laughs> you're like, ah, that's your that's your that's You want to be roommates? Plans? Yes. You want a tour? I would love to. Um. Yeah, no, I can't do that. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. I have a friend who's a musician who, he's probably still got it. He's got this real 80s doubt van. Oh, yeah. And, like, I know this isn't why you're doing it. You would think it would be harder to take women home from a bar, for example, when you live in a van. Right. Not if you have the right van. That's wild. I think this guy parked two blocks from uh, from the bar. Hey, you want to see the sweet van that I live in cuz he's not a creep and you are not a creep. Actually, actually gets them into the van and then, you know, you you take it from there. But
0: I guess once you know, you're in the van, that's not really you're there to There's really not oh yeah, yeah <laughs> no, unless you're
1: going to get fire up some hotcakes on the griddle. Like there's not a whole lot else to do in there. I think I would Oh man, I would do that if I were you. I think people who live in houses in LA are stupid.
0: It is crazy. Like yeah. I do a podcast for a real estate agent uh, in Beverly Hills, and the amount of money that people are throwing around for—it's. It's oh, nuts. you just bought a house.
1: Yeah, I know. I know. Stupid. But I mean, you're an, you're an adult. You're, you're a real adult. Yeah, you have a family. Actually, yeah, right, right, right. You're not just <laughs> waking up whenever you want. But when they leave. Uh, <laughs> when they go back to Japan? Oh man, I'll I'll because I'll, that's exactly what you should do. I know some comics who have um sort of made that a thing in a limited way, but like to make that your angle of because you know the whole van life thing is an in Instagram thing as well. Yeah. See, so if you, I know you can't do that. I, I don't, I frankly, I don't want to see you in a bikini admiring the sunset with a mojito in your hand. Really? I feel like to I get a lot of likes. Okay. I do want to see you do that, <laughs> but I think that you, the van life, Instagram, Lee Syatt style is a thing in and of itself. And it's also the way you get to and from shows. And it's also the way that you get to sleep in your own bed every night. Yeah. It, it, oh, it's a lot less God, expensive. God, I fucked up. I want to do this.
0: Real, see, I don't know if I could go full on van. I think I'm going to have to do small RV. Like the really small. I don't need. I don't need the bus. Uh-huh. But the I'm a little claustrophobic. Oh yeah, Just that's the tough. Full on van thing. Yeah, and I, don't I want
1: to I, live in a house where if I sit up suddenly, I hit my head on the roof.
0: No, and I, I I could do it. I live in a small shitty apartment. Uh, but you you're but you going, have, like you
1: have head space. I'm assuming.
0: I mean, I'm I'm short as fuck. <laughs> if, I, if, if I don't have head space, we have a problem. Um, but I like. Could you? Could you downsize now? Like, if, if, yeah, if I talk someone... to my wife
1: about this all the time, I, yeah, uh, um, very frequently, because we have moved. I forget, my kid is seven, and he's moved like six times. Oh god! And my wife and I have uh, today is our anniversary. Um, uh, we've been together I don't know how many years, <sighs> and um, she and I have moved ten plus times together. And the first place that we lived was in a guest house in a place up Beechwood Canyon. We were like okay. two doors from where it the civilization ends and it's just like a little horse ranch and then you walk up to the Hollywood science. Club. Right. But it was uh yeah, it's like a converted garage or something. It's a it was a it was a studio apartment with an attached like kitchen ish kitchen and we made it work there for a while, and then we outgrew it and shit. But I always say, like, do you think if we absolutely had to, could we go back to that? And yeah, she doesn't bug me. I don't, um, I'm assuming if she if I bugged her really bad, she would have let me know by now. Yeah, I do yeah. feel like the kids. The kids really, you do need to be able to shut a door on your children. I can, I would imagine. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, yeah, I, I can. I can. I think I could. Easy for me to say. If but.
0: you've made it through ten moves with someone, yeah, I don't like moving by myself. So yeah, no, that's why could... I let my wife do it. <laughs> yeah that that's a good point. I yeah. p- I I need to get a wife, I guess.
1: So you're just going to be a stand-up guy. I love this. We'll see. I, I know. I, I never thought I, I never I thought it. I would. Uh-huh. I
0: I've always loved stand-up, but I yeah. I never thought I was that kind of funny and to be honest, I'm I'm impatient and the thought of I'm only 2 years in in yeah. January and not even in January, but 2 years in. So the thought of 8 years of of not being very good and not making much money isn't appealing to me, yeah. but it just as as bad as a bad set feels, the good sets, like I I had a little bit of a gambling problem for a couple of years. Oh, tell Not, me nothing crazy. Like I would, I'm Jewish, so I, I would always take out something I was comfortable losing. Mm-hmm. So it'd be like I'd go like twice a year and I'd spend a thousand bucks, twelve hundred bucks. Just for gambling, like I would, I'd get a hotel room too. So in it'd like be a, more in like a Vegas. Yeah. All right. That's, the, more than, I, that's more than I've ever I've, spent. I've been in Vegas. I've gone. I've gone to Laughlin. Oh boy. I've gone I've, I've done the the L A casinos, which are terrifying. Com- I actually commerce and what have you. Commerce. I went to the bike casino. I don't know.
1: If, oh yeah, that's like our fancy casino.
0: Yeah. Are they, are they? They're not a sponsor, are they?
1: I don't. How dare you accuse me of having sponsors? <laughs> well, let's talk not.
0: Uh, a year or two ago. Uh, your listeners might remember that they got. Shut down for a little bit by like the FBI for like no. racketeering or something.
1: No way. I, I was trying. I was thinking about because they have like a they advertise themselves as like a one day resort within LA. I was thinking oh. about taking the family there. Oh, it's
0: very. They're open again. Uh-huh. But I pulled. <laughs> I pulled in one night and like the FBI was there. Like, like, no, no, can't come in. I I looked it up and they got shut down for something. But I've been. there. I've been to the the, the Native American. I can't, can you even say Indian? I've been to the the like San no. Manuel and all that stuff. Yeah. I. It What's was your game. Uh, it used to be blackjack. Yeah, I, I, this, the something about. And it's not even the winning. I like when the table wins and you get to high five people. Mm-hmm. It's very, it, it's a huge rush. Yeah, so you're probably looking for love. I am looking for Commun- love, a sense of community. exactly. exactly. At the uh, at the Commerce Casino, and it's not there. No, people they do have Chinese food upset. though, right? They have very good Chinese food. <laughs> 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 Chinese Asian people in general, if you want to gamble like hardcore, yeah they 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 take it seriously, yes, they like I was nervous putting down like twenty five a hand, that'd be like my max mm-hmm. they put like I, I saw some guy i went a few i i went a few months ago, and I played Pi Gao too, which is a poker, mm-hmm. he put down like a thousand dollars that bizarre like, That's to me it's it, it, just seeing that I saw a guy at the stratosphere take a a ten thousand dollar wad and just throw it down and have have them give him chips, yeah. It was like, that, that was almost, like it was sexual. Like, just to see, to to have like 10000 that you could just fucking bet, to to me that's exciting.
1: Just what a goddamn waste. I don't, I just. Oh, I know. I, I don't, no, 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 no. Like, waste your money. Be frivolous. Like, of course, when it comes down to it, are there people who need that money, blah, blah, blah. Of course, of course, of course, of course. If you want to make that case, nobody can argue against you. But, let's just assume that there is always going to be leisure and high-end leisure and frivolity. Like, I don't know like for 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 $10,000 you could hire eight amazing prostitutes and make them play flag football against each other. Yeah, that's true but for like an hour. If if you Isn't that more fun than just losing a hand of pigeo? It is but if, if, you, just, if you win I, and then I, you have $20,000
0: you could have a whole season. Yeah, but those of guys naked nev- flag football.
1: Those guys, yeah, but they never do that. It's never yeah. like if I just win one more, I can finally start my naked flag football prostitute in my sweet league. <laughs> That's the <laughs> <a> real <laughs> dream. I did one time, I must have mentioned this on the show a million times before. One time, because we do events in Las Vegas, we do Ellis Mania's there, it was uh, the getaway day on the Sunday, and I'm just killing time. I know the one bar in the Hard Rock where you can get free drinks if you just play $1 video blackjack. Oh, yeah. Right. So I'm there. And there's a guy there, and he's watching football, and he's obviously gambled on all the games. And he was more than happy to start a conversation with me and volunteered to me that he owned like a medium sized business, and that it was Sunday and he did not have payroll for Monday, and he had flown in for the day to make payroll. Well, isn't there? And he made it. It seemed pretty obvious that it wasn't the first time he'd done it.
0: Isn't there a famous story was like FedEx or something? The guy did that. It was either FedEx or UPS that the owner took the last like five grand that they had. Oh yeah and played in blackjack to, enough to like save the company. And see, like, that, to me... That's
1: charming if you do it yeah. one time because you've tried all legitimate legal like business means and then all of a sudden you just go, well, this 5,000 is draining out. I can either drain it out slow or I can drain it out fast. Let's throw a Hail Mary pass here.
0: Right. But yeah, I, I wouldn't... That would make me nervous if my boss was flying to Vegas to try to make payroll.
1: I couldn't help but wonder, were all of them completely in the dark, or did they all just know that there was an inveterate scumbag that was running the business and that you sort of knew when you, when you got under Johnny's wing that this is how things went sometimes? I would guess it would be in the dark. Yeah. Yeah, there was probably like one um, like secretary or something who knew his see, yeah, it's amazing to me that a guy like that can even live like that. Seems that seems like so much stress, dude. I get, I, yeah, I wake up in a cold sweat over, I forgot to, you know, pay my phone bill. Oh yeah, like I'm just not built for that. No, I, I, and and it just because I like sports betting
0: because it, your money lasts a little bit longer, mm-hmm. but the amount of stress that I have for like a fifty dollar bet. It I I can't sit still. More. Yeah. If I had a hundred thousand dollars on a game, I, feel like
1: I I I think I might just pass out. You just get numb to it. It's all everything is is just escalating. Once you get used to a certain level, then you just kind of lose the thrill from that, and you go up to the the next one, and they all end up they all end up broke eventually. They always say yeah. that about like the real problem gamblers. There's was a guy who used to own a sports team. I forget. I want to say Philadelphia and. Just famously, like bet big and won big and lost big, and he lost over a million dollars in one night at tables, oh, but like in the 80s when that really meant something. Yeah. And they say that when it gets to that point, like you're not, it's like being a blackout drunk. You might get there slower, you might get there fast, but the, 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 it, it, maybe for the night, you go, holy shit, I've won seven million dollars, and boy, am I tired. Let me go see if, you know, if I can get a flag football game going in my room or something. Right. But, by the end of the trip, you are going to oh, yeah. you're going to bottom out, and then you're going to borrow more money, and you're going to lose. That's, there's, that's the reason why they, they, um, the casinos are like everybody, when you or I are gambling, we're essentially just extras. We're window dressing for the whales. Oh, yeah. and that's why they give the whales everything is because those guys are going to like they might even win for a trip. I take back what I said, but like those guys are going to lose eventually, and that is that's the casino business. Yeah, it's weird. It's such a shitty addiction. Like at least heroin, you get fucking high on heroin. That's, yeah, and, and that's why I I think
0: stand. I mean I don't know how it is for you. Yeah, but that adrenaline or that high mm-hmm. has. Almost been completely replaced. I like I just said I went a couple weeks ago, but I think I went for an hour. Yeah, and it wasn't even as much fun anymore. Stand up or gambling? Gambling. Oh, uh. so it was stand up. I'm, but it's sort of the same thing. Like sometimes I'll have a good stand up set. I'm like, oh, let's go do something else. Yeah, and it's like, oh, I'm up. Let's keep let's keep gambling. And if I do it a second set, sometimes I'll bomb that one, and I'll feel as shitty as I would if I lost a thousand bucks. Yeah. At the blackjack table.
1: Oh, so this is why. That's interesting. I wonder how many stand-ups are uh, problem gamblers like yourself because- I think there's a lot. I mean,
0: yeah, they have addiction problems for sure. <coughs> yeah. I'm just lucky that I was never really a drinker. No. Because uh, that would be-
1: No, and you've had a life of marijuana dependency for- thrust upon you. <laughs> well, <laughs> I, I,
0: I I still have a pretty good tolerance. Uh-huh. Um, But yeah, that that isn't something that I did. But I actually, I did ask it for my birthday. First time? No, not for the first time.
1: When's your birthday? Uh, July twentieth. Oh no, shit! Yeah. Oh, happy birthday! Thank you very much. You and me and my daughter are all within like a week. Oh, happy birthday to you! Hey, thank you. Uh, she did acid for her birthday as well. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so what were the? What, where'd you go?
0: What'd you do? I just I freaked out. I I did an open mic and I on uh, an acid. Yeah, it was not smart, man.
1: I don't know. But our uh, drugs did different shit to me than they did to other people. Like, do you have video of it or audio of it?
0: I have audio of it. Um, I it was something that I thought was gonna be fun. And as soon as I got there, I was like, I shouldn't be here. No. But I did it at the fourth wall where, where you've been a few times and yeah. you can't leave. So <laughs> I was like, I can't run out of here because I don't be banned. No. I, They're not going to ban you if they you say they, I they, took acid. It's my birthday. They, I got to get the fuck out of here. They pro- <laughs> oh, come I, on. Probably not. Yeah. But as soon as I got on stage, I was like, I don't want to be here. No. And then I- Did some, you like,
1: were you planning on doing your, your material or were you just going to I go thought I was just going to
0: talk about it. I, To be honest- I I took it and usually acid takes a little bit to kick in. Yeah, this one kind of just went full force. Yeah, and I I am not even... nauseous
1: with you describing this. Oh,
0: have you have you done acid?
1: Yeah, it's been years and years. Okay, yeah.
0: it was. It's a real it's a big trip, but I somehow I got home. Luckily, I took a lift. I didn't. I didn't. Uh, I didn't drive. No, Jesus Christ! Of course not. I have driven on acid, which is I don't recommend.
1: Not when you were how old was the last time were you the last a time a couple years ago but it was it was
0: towards the end of the trip it was like I thought I was okay and, yeah. and then you get in the car and yeah, yeah, no, are like oh I, okay I, I, maybe you know, I shouldn't yeah, drive
1: yeah, you shouldn't do it but probably many people listen. To if you're
0: driving to, right now listen to this on acid pull
1: over yeah don't do it don't do it <laughs> I'd love to hear that audio I have to see Um,
0: I have it I don't know I don't know It's. I think I'm just probably saying how the universe is, is one oh right Yeah, I, I was really far gone gotcha
1: I looked up a bunch of, uh, like, deep stoner thoughts on, okay. um, I don't know, why on the internet. Um, think about this, Lisa. I, uh, there's a stranger out there who probably has a memory that involves you in it that they think about from time to time. That is creepy. Especially because, and I get a bit of this as well, because there are a lot of people who have, like, a relationship with you, in a way. Relationship to hearing you on a podcast and feel like they know you, and indeed they do know you because yeah. the kind of shit that we do is like really personal, and you know, and then you talk about real stuff, and sooner or later, you kind of give up all the details of your life. There's people <laughs> there's people out there who like think about you that you'll never meet. Yeah. Strip out on that. I, well, I guess until you get in your van and they all come to your stand up shows. That's true.
0: Yeah. See, I was even thinking about it, like for whatever reason, it brought me back to this. When I was like, there's two of them. When I was like 10, I was in New York. And I was, as I was crossing the street, a kid kicked me. And I was like, what? And m- my mom was like, let's just go. Like It was just, so I thought about that. And then when I was like 15. That kid's out there right now. He's out
1: there. Guarantee you he's still a fucking dick. Yeah, he definitely is. I've seen that with chil- children. I think they show their hands pretty, like, I-, I guess people unfortunately do have bad circumstances later on in their life and nice kids become bad. But right. I don't know that there's a whole lot of bad kids that become nice adults. No. So people Hopefully. are just born dickholes.
0: Hopefully he's in jail right now. Yeah. But the second one is in Baltimore. have you ever been to Baltimore? Briefly. They have a uh like a mall on the on the water and there's a fudge place in the mall that like there's a whole big show about making the fudge with paddles. And I was a kid, I was standing too close, and I got hit in the head with a fudge paddle. And I probably should have sued, but we just went back to the hotel. So I was like, Oh, I wonder if that guy ever thinks about the time he hit a kid. In the head with a, like a metal, fudge paddle.
1: Sounds like he, he hit you pretty good. He did. Uh-huh. They probably What's probably he sad? Explained no.
0: They didn't. They didn't really apologize. It was really? kind of a weird thing. Yeah.
1: You didn't even angle for some some uh, complimentary fudge. No, just don't want just the fudge in my hair when I still had hair. Oh my goodness. Probably it's probably why I don't I have. Picture hair anymore. you with hair. I know it's very upsetting. I, there, I there, it's I, coming back. It really is coming back now. Stem, it, it, stem cells and what have you. It's actually on the way. I would love that. Yeah. Would you? Oh fuck yeah. Not even not, – I would really? I would be
0: – I'm not a first uh, adopter sort of guy. Like even if I had the money, I don't think I'd get a Tesla right now. Agreed. But I, if they were like, listen, we've got stem cells, yeah. hairs coming back, I would be first in line.
1: That's how I feel about not necessarily steroids but testosterone and HGH and whatever have you. I don't want to get like bigger or stronger or I'm pretty fine being small and weak. But like <laughs> um, extending your like feeling not old Okay. span – I think they're getting really, really good at that, and I'm still a product of the the tail end of. There was a football player when I was a kid named Lyle Alzado, who was uh, oh, like wow. this really tough dude who was on the Oakland Raiders, and he would have even been on like sitcoms and stuff as this like stereotypical like tough crazy guy, right? And then he got cancer, and he he became a shell of himself very quickly, and his hair fell out because of chemo and stuff like that, and he became this public crusader for yeah, of course I was on steroids and and blah blah blah. So I'm the generation that really like. It was like steroids and AIDS are both coming to get you if you do anything wrong. Oh. And it's just like not like that anymore. Stallone's going to look, I mean, his face is fucked, but he's, he, he, Stallone is going to look like, a, like a, a guy who could kind of sort of plausibly be Rambo until he's like 90. And I love that he is experimenting with all that shit. By the time I need that stuff in like 10 years, they'll really know the stuff that'll kill you. And the stuff that's going to cause kidney failure, and the stuff that you can just take and it's mellow, and you can.
0: Would you shoot it yourself? Like that?
1: I, I yeah. hate needles. I, can't I, I, do do it. I don't. I don't love needles, Oof. but I think I can. I can handle it. Get okay, it. you're tougher than I am. Yeah, I, I, the next time I come in, you're going to be like in a muscle t-shirt, fucking flexing. <sighs> Gotta do something. I'm at that point where it's uh, it's going to go one way or the other. The center can't hold. No, no. Do you work out a lot? Never, never. Oh, well, I, hate I you, I'd like to. I would really, I would actually. enjoy I've been, I guess, swimming. Like, I've been going like two times a week, which is more than I have since the baby was born. Right. But no, I'd like to. I at this point, I don't even know if I'm full of shit anymore when I say that because it has not been like, like I don't sit around like Netflix and chilling. No. So I don't. I don't have. I really don't have time to. Um. As soon as I start doing that, then everybody can call bullshit on me saying I would work out if I had time. Right, but I don't have the time, and it's pretty hard to squeeze it i do I do go when I drop the kid off at school. I mean, dude, what is it? it's like it's I don't know if I should say what time we're recording now and give up the illusion, but it's like noon. I've already done like a lot of things today, oh wow, yeah, um, what is it like of, being a real adult? I like it, <laughs> yeah, 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 it's weird. I feel like nobody really wants to be a grown up anymore, right I kinda especially in l a yeah especially in l a it's really funny to me when you know like uh. Especially comedians who are, you know, they're they're overgrown children at 30 and then they're overgrown children at 40. And now in some cases they're overgrown children at 50 and then the birthdays keep coming and it's like, holy shit, dude, like you're 55 years old Buy a belt (laughs) yeah it's cool but i don't care like i i I, it's hard for me to put myself in their shoes because i always thought it was kind of cooler to to grow up and become like an adult and a man and stuff and i could easily understand why people don't see it that way i I keep referring to there's a 90 year old man who i had on the show named harris cattleman who's sitting where you're sitting and i was talking to him about he was like this uh big he was an agent at the tail end of like classic classic hollywood like Clark Gable and Harry Grant and shit like that and then he like ran TV studios and stuff like that and he's part of that generation of where you get to a point where you just start wearing a suit and it you know the, the the pants go up to your your rib cage and and you golf and, and, and you know, and you leave youthful diversions behind. And I, I don't know, I always thought that that was kind of a rad way to be, but it's just everybody's different strokes.
0: When I was younger, I used to love wearing a suit. And now as I'm looking out, there's someone in the studio who actually has a suit on. I remember when I first moved to L.A., the first job I had, someone came in for a job interview and in post in a suit and we laughed at them. Yeah. Like, no, I, I don't think I've worn a suit three times in the eight years that I've been here. I think I've worn a suit like two or three times.
1: Yeah, I actually just picked up a suit from a dry cleaner this morning. Oh yeah, I'm going to a wedding. So oh yeah, you got that's, it. That's that's why. Yeah, it turns out the uh, the one that I got married in is like, we need to be let out a little bit if I was to wear that one again. So. Really, you still look so super skinny. How were you a lot skinnier? No, it's just 10 oh, okay. Ten ten pounds, you know. Oh okay. I go up, I go down ten pounds. The last time you were here, Lisa, you were. Yes, we talked about two things that I recall. You you, you um, you, was it you jizz on the floor? I I have, and I don't make it a habit. Okay. But the other thing that we talked about was the Podcaster Clubhouse. Yes, sir. Which
0: you have launched. I have. It's been it's been up for a couple months now. Podcastersclubhouse.com? dot com. Yes, sir. It's it's a half education, so people who want to learn how to do it, how uh-huh. to what equipment to buy, how to get it onto all the platforms, and then the the other half of it is a uh, a forum, mm-hmm. so you can stay in touch with other podcasters and 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 really get to uh get into because it's I mean you. You're in the, this is like the big leagues of of broadcasting, but there's a lot of people with, I mean, this this is also a podcast. Yes. And there's, it's it's gotten so big that I think it's just, it's with anything that you try to find on the internet, there's so much information out there that tells you the opposite of each other. Like, oh, get this mic. No, that mic sucks. Get this mic. So Yeah, right. I just did it as a way, it's not, it's not the end all be all, it's not. If you don't do it this way, you're wrong. But this is the way that I found that works
1: for me, uh-huh. and it just makes it a little bit easier, I think. So you pe- don't get into the content end and stuff. You're pretty much just telling people the tech specs.
0: Uh yeah, the content end. Um, uh, we, I talk a little bit about, but it's that, to be honest, is more based on whatever they're they're feeling. I mean, you could have a podcast about anything. the 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 important part is doing it consistently. Making sure that you're having an interest like if it didn't interesting conversation to you, it'll be an interesting conversation to someone else. But it's um like a lot of people when they start podcasts now want to do sort of like the, the mini Joe Rogan experience. Yeah, and we have Joe Rogan. Do your own. Thing like do what you're actually into like so it's that's what I what do you mean by I, that, that they
1: they literally are doing like a like Joe they'll want to
0: do like a, a UFC companion uh huh or they'll want to yeah, that's a crowded field
1: yeah exactly exactly and that's my point
0: is that you have to if you're just doing it for fun with your friends then who cares but if if you want to actually grow your show unless you unless you have a name or unless you maybe if you're a fighter. Do something that 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 you actually are an expert in. If, if they want the UFC show, they'll go to the Brendan Shop or they'll go to Joe Rogan or they'll go to ESPN. Yeah. So it's, what if uh, I'm
1: only an expert in things, Lee, that nobody gives a shit about, and they've kind of got a point? Perfect. I could do. <laughs> that, that sounds like a show. Because I could do I could do such a good show about um about hair metal.
0: Yeah, I, that's and that's one can... end that I'm surprised hasn't. I think that's the. One part of podcasting that still needs to grow is I'm surprised more musicians haven't gone into it.
1: They're and trying starting
0: like Duff McKagan we had on uh-huh. has his oh yeah Duff yeah he was great yeah um Rudy Sarzo has his now sure um but I think that especially the from the like the 60s 70s 80s those musicians I think they have a lot of cool stories to tell and I I I, I think they would be huge podcasts um. But yeah no I think i I mean especially you I
1: think you'd be great at it, but uh, usually what I do the last two weeks I haven't had a guest here, okay. so I literally just went and bought these really old magazines, and i just, I was wondering what those were. I just sit here and flip through them and uh and talk about um expose for men nineteen sixty december what it can a man be raped, yeah. Well, well, Spoiler alert, well, yes. What was the finding? <laughs> I was going to say. This, there was an epidemic that nobody but Expose for Men was talking about back then of uh, three hot desperado chicks going around in cars and corralling men and, um, at knife point to satisfy them. Thank, God, thank God Expose was there. I, th- I mean, finally somebody's talking about <laughs> the real issues. We got to go. Thank you so much as always for coming by. Thank you for having me. Can I uh run away with you in your van? Please do. Okay. Here. I call I call Big Spoon. Podcasters Clubhouse dot at Lee Church of What's Happening Now and Yeah. Thank you so much, Tully.